looking at the number one California, here we come Right back where we started from Hustlers, grab your guns, your shadow is a ton Driving down the 101 California, here we come Right back where we started from California Welcome to the OCD, bitch The show where we take an in-depth episode-by-episode look at the seminal and underrated primetime soap opera of the early aughts the OC. I'm your host for the evening, as mostly Mike Gravano. With me, as always, is the one, the only, the kid Chino of this show, Ryan. We have to mic the studio audience at some point. Yeah, it, it gets awkward when you don't. Like, even from here, and I can't even imagine what the home audience is hearing, it just looks like people silently clapping and screaming. Mm-hmm. Well, we have a very thick four-inch bulletproof glass between the stage and the audience, like Billy Joel's last performance. And we have we talked about how the audience, um, they're all holding giant heads, and half of them are holding my head, and half of them are holding my head, but it says Mike on top of uh-huh. it? Because I'm what fans? shadowed in darkness. Nobody's seen my face, and if they did, they would be horrified. Because of your leprosy. Because the leprosy. So that's what they, they hear us talk, and they're like, Bullshit I bet- walks. I bet Mike looks like Ryan, but with his own name tattooed a la Jared Letters Joker across his forehead. And they're right, mostly. Yeah. It's just the leprosy has burned it in. It's not a tattoo that says damaged. Now I got to ask, Mike, I got to ask the question that everyone's thinking. God damn it. How often are we changing those shrouds? Once a month. Once a month. Okay. The doctor said once a week. I said too much for my blood. But you can only afford like My gross a quarter of, of a doctor, yeah. so you can only afford a quarter of the shroud. Yeah, if you run out a quarter of the way through the appointment, that's all you have to pay. Now, are they making uh, ecologically friendly disposable shrouds these days, or are you washing and drying? Oh, baby, be washing and drying like there's some gross, shitty diapers. You know how, uh, just, I'm going to pull back the curtain, Mike, if you could stop recording. You know how we're so nervous every week about who we're going to offend? Yeah. And we do such a good job, because... We woke. We woke. We listened to Donald Glover's song where he went, stay woke. Are there shrouded people these days? The lepers? Yeah. like there. Yeah, if you, if you turn wrong going to Sandals, Jamaica, you're going to hit a leper colony or two. But what's great, Ryan, Yeah, their ears fell off. They can't fucking hear this. Okay. So we're going to use that classic Amish joke about you can say whatever you want. Yes. Look, I agree. We should be woke. We should think about everybody. Life is hard for everybody who's not you and me because we white straight males. But. God damn it, you gotta bully someone. I learned from Nelson from The Simpsons, gotta nuke something. And it's the Amish and the lepers. And, like, did we cure leprosy at any point? Does anybody know? I think we stopped hugging them to cure them, and that at least reined it in. Okay, so, yeah, thank you for finally realizing that hugs, n- lack of hugs cures everything. I'm sorry, it's not hugs, hugs not drugs. Please give them some drugs. Yes, because uh, like medicine will probably work better you than goddamn anti vaxxers who are just hugging your sick dumb kids. And also, I don't want to do like I don't want to get complaints because we're saying that all shrouded people are lepers. No, some are Turanese. Mummies. Mummies are not lepers. What's a Turanese? The shroud of Turin. Uh huh. What what nerd shit is that from? Uh, the Bible. Oh. <laughs> Actually, it might be post Bible apocryphal which is the fucking most metal version of the bible uh-huh. this is the shit too real we cut out or the one where every line of the bible raps hypocryphal hypocryphal i'm the hypocryphalist <laughs> yeah you are and of course that character would have that exact voice <laughs> hello there hypocryphalist that's what people don't talk about like you know how we found out lincoln didn't have a deep baritone he had an annoying daniel day lewis voice uh-huh. jesus uh sounded like fucking dr frank on the simpsons i do remember when we found out that lincoln had to wear that still 
uh, pipe hat because that's the shape of his head. He was a cone head. <laughs> yeah. He was from France, Ryan. Ryan? Yeah. Normally we do talk about an episode, at uh, least half an episode every episode of the OC. I got a memo hey. 30 seconds before recording from the board that said, uh, Mike, or as they call you, uh, Senor Gravano, has, asked, has uh, mentioned that we have done too many episodes of the OC in a row. Yeah. We've covered too many episodes, so why don't we take got a it. break for a bit? It's everybody's favorite part of the OCD, time to slow things down. And we're going to dig into the music, and everybody is like, I love to hear parts of those tunes, and I love these two idiots to scream over half of them. And Which creates new art. Yes. This is how Pitchfork was formed. They listened to us and went, we could do better. So tonight we are talking about the OC's Mix 3. All that and more when we come back. OC Mix 3, Mike. What, what are we hoping for? We're hoping for some emo. Um, I want some emo. Some neo-emo. Some, oh, it's like Keanu Reeves' band? Uh-huh. Uh, some Dogstar. Ro- Rooney? Some Rooney. Obviously Rooney. Avi uh, Rune. But like lots of stuff, uh, just bands singing sad songs about the fact that they have posters on Seth's wall, right? Right. It's just a typical OC. I, this is the one we're finally going to get Adam and his package and Trapped. That's, that's a band? No, those are two bands that are on Seth's wall. And if you like one of them, there's no fucking way you like the other one. Is Adam and his package a Buddy Holly and the Cricket situation where he named his backing band his package? No, uh, it was a synth. It was, it was one nerdy uh, Jewish dude from Philadelphia and a synth box and piano. And he would tour and he would have friends and he was amazing. And, and Seth I, Cohen likes his version. Seth Cohen likes it. And that's when I really knew I was Seth because uh, I got an anonymous package when I lear- heard his live CD. And at the end of his c- CD, he says, hey, this has been a great career. I'm done. Thank you so much. So as I fell in love with this artist, I found out he had been done. Totally. Uh, wonderful story. Totally. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Uh, regardless of what we're talking about tonight, which is the OC Mix 3, where we will hear all those bands like Adam and his package singing songs, sad songs about songs. How do you feel? This is totally unrelated. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about Christmas music? How do I feel about Christmas music? There's Weird a- question, right? I, uh, I hate a lot of Christmas songs, and I'm not the hack. I don't just hate Paul from the Beatles Christmas song. Obviously, that's a bad one. Okay, we're not going to sing it or reference it. No, never. Uh, most are bad. I fucking love Last Christmas. Okay. Specifically, Jimmy World's cover of it. Not the George Michael original. Oh, I love that one, too. Well, what's fun about that song, it might be the most covered Christmas song by cool bands. Uh, it's great. Uh, I love that one. End of list. Okay. Um, what about like more modern stuff? Uh, your Mariah Carey's. Um, your Adam Sandler's Hanukkah songs. Love the Hanukkah songs. Love that every few years, let's update who else is Jewish that I didn't know. Because O.J. Simpson, still, still not, not a, a Jew. Jew. He, he's definitely updated that. Like He's going to say, like, President Chief Cheese Puff, still not a Jew. Is there a time during the, the December weeks, the long, cold December weeks, mm-hmm. where you will, of your own volition, switch over to a Spotify station in the old times, I would say, radio station. Sure. But I'm, I'm updating. Um, or put on a Spotify playlist in the old times, I would say, CD, that is specifically Christmas music. Yeah, I think you were decorating uh, a Yule log. Mm-hmm. It's time to put that on. If uh, your older sister won't stop fucking screaming that she's been listening to it for three months, maybe you'll put it on. She's a Christmas Nazi. That was her. Before Nazis came back and that was not a joke anymore, That's growing up, that's what we called her. And this is the kind of person who's like, well, 
Thanksgiving turkey just got thrown away. It's Christmas time. Yeah, you know how right now everybody's like, it's spooky season. It's Halloween time. For weeks ago, uh-huh. they, start, they start in August. Uh, she's that, but for Christmas. In July, she's like, Christmas does start in July. Legally mandated. That's when I'm putting it on. I do like, she sounds like she's terrible, but I do like a little bit of backlash to the people who love saying every year, it's just earlier and earlier every yeah. year. And she goes, God damn right it is, and then punches their face. Just like Santa would want. How about you? How do you feel about Christmas songs? Um, when I was a kid, I loved them. I don't know why, but uh, I think it's the, like, it's, you know, we're close to the best day of the year, present sure. day. And then also, um, they, they're written in sort of this way that's just like earwormy that like kids would specifically, like they're mm-hmm. all basically Disney songs from Disney musicals. Yeah. And, and so, I, I loved the Disney album I had, like the vinyl I had of Disney characters singing their versions and the album of the Chipmunks. Um... I'm sorry, was it the Disney album where Goofy said, and I quote, five onion rings? It was the funniest fucking joke I heard then. That is comedy. The funniest That's fucking comedy. joke I've heard today. Nothing beats it. And even as a kid, I could listen to the album, Alvin and the Chipmunks album once, and I was like, I'm good for this year. But uh, that Disney one, over and over and over. Oh, yeah. I, I, me and too. then, Barbara Streisand's Jiggle Bell, Jiggle Bell, Jiggle Bell all the way. She's just like fucking cranked that shit up. And much like how Alvin and the Chipmunks sang, uh, Barbara's like manager and stuff just pumped the speed on that oh, song, yeah. <laughs> but like just the music track, not the vocal track. So she just had to keep up the entire. Oh yeah, she's she like, like oh, no. to hear a great have that much panic in her voice. That's how you know true artistry. Mike, you're too fucking dumb to put shit together. <laughs> so I'm gonna tell you, OC Mix Three is a that? Christmas album. What? Yeah. I had I thought we were like is, is this just like a fun tangent? Is is number three of a series too early to do Christmas? I think Christmas is a solid number five through seven. Okay, I agree. How many OC mixes were there? Six. Okay, then you know what? It should be the next one. It should be number four. This is pro- <laughs> this is probably the one that just happened to drop around the holidays. Mm-hmm. We don't have the capability to do that sort of research of when albums came out. What? Yeah, no. we're not actually Santa Claus. We just respect him and pray to him. Yes. That's his day. I'm sick of this fucking Jesus. Jesus is trying to say it's his day. So this is going to be conflicting for you because you hate the genre. Yes. You love all of the bands. The Seth Cohen. Um, what's his name? Whiny Time Bands. Adam and his package. <laughs> okay, no, Seth Cohen's Whiny Time Band, band is the best like folk band. Over Whiny Time Package. So I, I'm going to play these songs for you. I want to get what you think also. Um, you're going to try and figure out when this happened. Now, okay. this is going to be easier than your typical OC mix because sure. it was probably a Christmas episode. Hopefully. But Christmas I will say this, episode. and if you get this wrong, you get slapped in the face. The vast majority of these songs did not appear on any episode of the OC. I'm going to take my glasses off because I think I'm going to get slapped. And then hand them to me because then I won't, I'll miss you every time. I assumed you were going to put them on your knuckles to punch me with the glass. Oh, my God. Here we go. All the lights are coming Now, a couple things this one has is that is it a good Christmas song? And is it a good mixtape opener? I would say it's a great Christmas song to capture the emotion that the best Christmas songs and movies do capture is, isn't this a sad time of year? Right. Uh, I imagine this person at a airport just staring out the window while it's raining. Jerking off on the window. Jerking off on the window and everybody else is even sadder around them. Uh, it's a pretty mellow... It may be... Our 
oeuvre is start hard, go harder. It this feels like a pretty like number five. Okay, but here's what I like about it. Who is this Young Vampire Weekend? This is the Ravenettes. The Ravenettes. Okay, so just other bands that also got super into Paul Simon. Here's what I like about it. It's the instead of the like one, two, three, four. The album is not playing, and then it is. Hold on a sec. Okay, that's hot. See, I like that start. What I love about these kinds of bands doing Christmas songs, some of them might do covers. I fucking love originals. Because it is a weird melancholy slash happy cut. Like it, This season captures all of human emotion in a way no other season does. And this is a new song to me. Mike, you have to tell me, was this in season one, two, three, four, or zero? Zero. Incorrect. Farts. You get slapped. I said a slap, Ryan. Yeah. That really hurt my jaw. No, I punched you in the nipple. Um, season three. Ryan goes back to tell Marissa that he actually does like her. <gasps> yes, that Ryan Marissa bullshit is still going on. But he sees, and I know this is not going to mean a lot to you yet, but he sees Marissa hugging Johnny. Not Johnny. It's Johnny. Here's Johnny. Here is Johnny, and he's hugging and bugging. He's hugging and bugging? No, okay, Johnny, I'm okay with your hugs, but never your bugs. Mike. Yes. Put your butt on. Sorry, I dropped it. Woo! You hear that little egg shaker? Mm, I love it. An egg shaker. You know it's an egg shaker. It's no other kind of shaker. Shut up. Oh, so we can get more music? <laughs> I thought they were going to start singing. We all know you thought that. This could be 18 bands. But it's the one I mentioned earlier, isn't it? It is. Now, a couple things. Um, one, this is garbage and you're an idiot. Two. No, this is Jimmy Eat World. This is a Christmas song. Yes. But what are the initials of Jimmy Eat World? J-E-W. So they, what's, what's going on there? They're Jewish. <laughs> I don't even know if I can say the what the initials spell out. In this climate... Cold, cold December climate. In this cold climate, nobody needs that. So, Mike, you had you did not know that we were going to do OC Mix Three tonight. No, you just happened to mention a song by a cover song by Jimmy Eat World called "Last Christmas." It's legit my second favorite Christmas song after Jingle Bells. After Jingle Bells, after Home of the Loans, Home of the Loans, <laughs> Carol of the Bells, the creepy version, Carol of the Bells Two, Lost in New York. Yes, those are some great, great songs. Um. This, I'll tell you right now, was not in any episode. Okay, thank you for no slaps. But, uh, so this, is, this will be a no slap moment, <laughs> but um, just clearly had to be on the album, I guess. Yeah, it's insane that they couldn't get this. I assume they couldn't get it in time for the show, but they got it in time for the album. Because this is what Seth would actually want to play during Christmas season. Does that piss you off? That, like, a solid 75% of these songs were never on the OC. As a kid, I bought <laughs> so many uh, music albums. Wait. Based on movie soundtracks. There's the word I'm looking for. And yeah, I was always infuriated. Like, inspired by Empire Records? What the fuck does that mean? Especially when it means you don't get songs that you liked that were in the movie. Also, butthole, literally every decision I've ever made in my entire life was inspired by Empire Records. That's where's fun. my album? Yeah, where's your goddamn album? It's just your stupid face with my name on it. Number three. Is this the SNL sketch? That should be on here. Most underrated sketch on SNL? 
I love sad dance songs. I love them. So this is Just Like Christmas by Low, which means the name of the album. The album cover says Low Christmas. And that's what this feels like, right? This is a low Christmas. But it's funny. It's a low Christmas, but I could also see like you're, you're making the ginger snaps or the turkey or whatever, and you're just kind of like sort of dancing in a, like, a fun way with your mom. That's the vibe. Christmas music is mostly divided into uh, Jesus-y or is it non-secular? Yes. No, secular. Secular. So secular and Jesus-y. Um, but a different one would be your having the background and then your the stuff that you blast at the party to rock out to and everybody has choreographed dances to it. Rock around the Christmas tree? Like your rocks around the Christmas tree. And this is? Definitely background. This is just background, yeah. I would love to see four scantily clad high school girls go on stage and dance to this it's in just, a way that I think would be funny and not in a way that it sounded like. A definitely an artistic dance team does it. Right. I like this. I like this a lot. This is what real Seth would listen to. There's another thing going on, too, with uh, definitely this one, maybe the first one. If you weren't paying attention, would you know it's a Christmas song? No, which is great, except it's so fun because at a certain point, bands who want to make a Christmas song, they're like, Jingle Bells are done, and it is you pull in the egg shaker. This song has both. Wait, are you cooking Jingle Bells for your family? I'm cooking some Jingle Bells. And you're coming in the dining room and saying, Jingle Bells are done. Jingle Bells are done. Then you guys all eat, not Jingle Bell-shaped cookies, but straight-up fucking Jingle Bells. Jingle Bells. And by the way, motherfucker, they're sleigh bells. It's the sleigh bells is the instrument. The sleigh bells ring a ling jing jing jingling too. Right. But this song has both. It has the egg shaker in the background and like every five beats, it's like, sleigh bell. You can tell the difference between sleigh bells and jingle bells. Yeah, those are sleigh bells. Those are on some rained deer. And this egg shaker that you keep speaking of, mm-hmm. what the fuck is that? Uh, it's what I played in every band I was ever in. It looks like an egg, talks like an egg. It's a fucking egg. And you just go. Okay. So it's just, it's one of the dozens of instruments that makes that one sound. Yes, but it is the best. And I would bet you all of my money, which is $17, that all these bands are using the egg shaker. Okay, but it's called egg shaker because it's shaped like an egg. Yeah. There is no actual egg involved because if you shake an egg, your house is going to explode. No, do never, never shake an egg. No. Shake a leg if you want to leave. Shake an egg if you want to die. Right. That's the same. There's a new theme coming with, this is our fourth song. Three of these four songs are like, oh, shut up. Okay, Jesus shit. This is jesus right? He said Rock of Ages. But rock is like a form of music. But it's also like, what, the thing that got thrown at Jesus? I don't understand. That's it's also a, a Tom Cruise thing. musical, let us not forget. Which is a Jesus movie. Okay, so this is a, this is a Jesus song. Mm-hmm. Does that fuck you up? No, because I like his off-key singing. I'm <laughs> super into that kind of shit. I mean, that might have sounded like an insult. I Not mean, insulting. That's my jam. His non-traditional, his non-traditional voice. His Bob Dylan-esque my voice. My favorite band's Modest Mouse. That's how you know how much I care about good singing. Uh, yeah, this song is fun. Three of these four songs also like predicted what nowadays is, is what if we inject rock with some country? Mm-hmm. All these have a little twang. Which is fucking awesome. And by today's music, you mean like 12 years ago at this point. Yeah. Right. The last the time you paid attention. The Luminis? The Americana trend of like a decade ago. That's not still what the kids like? <laughs> it is not. Wait. Of Monsters and Men, Lumineers, they are the biggest bands right now. Yeah. The Civil Wars. Worldwide tour, into. playing Super Bowls, of course. Yeah, this is fine. Um, also background. 
There's also, no fucking jammers yet. I just I'm not sure if I want this on the album at all. And I I it's not because like I'm not saying that like it's because I don't like Jesus. Right? Ryan, he's the reason for the season. But I don't want to hear this. No. Cuz you also don't like this kind of warbly. I mean shit. I like these are like the protest songs that I helped write in the 60s. Like mm-hmm. that's what it sounds like. And, but back then we had a we had a reason for we it. We had a reason. The reason for the season was bringing down the man. It wasn't fucking Jesus or Santa. It was some stupid baby. Yeah, I'm into this. Yeah, okay. This is our first disagreement? Well, yeah, ever in our lives. It's going to rock us hard. We're going to take a break. We're going to rock those ages, and we're going to see who's right about this. Bye. Mm. Now, Mike, you're the uh, you're the house emo expert. You're uh-huh. the house Josh Schwartz. Uh huh. Um, like your music is the closest to him. This sounds closer to me, like a like half-ass, hackneyed, weird Al Christmas song. Yeah. Is this how most emo songs go? No, I this is I do not think this is emo. This sounds like the guy who made Sunscreen that got played <laughs> at every graduation uh-huh. try to branch out into holiday music. Uh it it's unfair to talk about how. No subtext this song has because most Christmas songs have no subtext. But oh man, this is the band wrote a song and the guy's like, I'll just free, I'll free. These aren't the real lyrics yet. I'll just make stuff up. I think that there's a, I get what you're saying, but there's a difference between um, pop music sort of has its own subtext, which is very little, but there, as opposed to a list of thoughts. Mm-hmm. This is like the poems that you write. No. Yeah, no, it, it's exactly like that. I know they seem like grocery lists, but there is meaning there. Uh, does, but that's why I think why I have that sunscreen vibe because it's just a guy talking at us and not in a fun cake way in a lame way. This who is, is this? Uh, this is the Long Winters. The Long Winters. So, I guess it makes sense that they had a Christmas song. It'd be bananas if they didn't. But like you're saying that this band wants to have its cake, but then also not sound like cake too. Yes, which is why they have no vibraphone. The title is Christmas with You is the best. Is that Arch? So I guess it's um, here's a list of why Christmas sucks, except for you, baby. Yeah, this is definitely a guy who goes, you know what I do to celebrate every Christmas? I watch The Godfather. I'm kind of cool. You want to fight about whether Die Hard's a Christmas movie? Where is he in the whole Die Hard is, Die Hard is not, Die Hard is Christmas movie backlash? Uh, He thinks they're all dumb. It's live free or die hard. That's the ultimate Christmas movie. And the ultimate way of living life. Yeah. Uh, Which episode is this from? Which season is this from? This is from season two. Incorrect. It's from the Christmas season. (laughs) What are we doing here? Uh, It's not from any shows. But I, we've heard them before. I think Josh Schwartz does like the long winters. The long this winters. This lame bullshit is in my head. Doesn't uh, Cake sing a song about a girl who wears long winters? Mm-hmm. And no jacket. So it's like my heaven. Cake all over the place. Are those sleigh or jingle bells? There's no difference. Ooh, some bells. Those are some bells. This I remember from the OC. This feels like 
the OC's version of beach music for sure is this guy's like he sings through a Pepsi paper cup. Yeah, and I have also noticed like a even though this album is 15 years old, there's a thing where it's trying to sound a lot older with the recording style and the style of the songs. We've heard Bob Dylan. We have a lot of like sort of wall of sound, 50s, uh-huh. 60s. Um, I think that they're doing a thing, at least in the opening of the album. And badly. Retro. Bad rate. This isn't Nick Waterhouse, who's currently doing retro fucking awesomely. This is, I've heard it before. I don't need to think about the history of it. Nick Waterhouse, the guy that you were friends with in high school, and now you're trying to what? pick his we album. What, we to talk about it? You guys should also listen to Nick Waterhouse's album. Uh, and what, he's, he thinks he's better than Amy Waterhouse, who's dead? He's better dead? than Amy Waterhouse, because she's dead. He's not dead. Um, this he, is a band that actually... Jesus turned Nick Waterhouse into Amy Winehouse. I'm done. I'm out. Drop some you mics. Can't, you can't go on after that, dude. You've never said anything like that uh, <coughs> on or off air. Um, and I mean, like, we're, we're talking about a Christmas album, and it was a Jesus reference. My goodness. The crowd, you can't hear them, is going nuts right now. Uh, Eels. This is the Eels. This was actually one of my bands. This is the Eels. Which means before your time? Yes. You're old. Eels in Latin means before Mike's time. That's true. Um, they had a song that I cannot, I'm not going to be able to remember now because there's music that, playing. That, and it's uh, a song by the same band makes it impossible to think about any other song by that band. I got you where I want you. Now I'm going to eat you? I'm going to eel you? No, that's the name of the eel song. Uh, I'm not actually talking to you about that. They feel like, uh, based on nothing, like, same era as the Lemonheads? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't want to talk anymore. They're both my favorite candies. Now, this is the song that plays in the background in the Cohen family living room as Seth tries to get everyone in on the Chrismica spirit except Sandy. So season three. Two. Shit. Two or one. Is that another slap? It's definitely not three. It's not one. So it's two. Good job, guys. I said to us. Do you want to do another one? Yes. I would love to. Wait. Oh, the eel song. I thought you were preempting the next song. I was like, why isn't he fucking playing it? Well, I mean, it's drop pad. I don't have a choice of when the song's played. Drop pad. So right away, we know it's background. There's strings. Yeah. We're supposed to be strings sad. Mean background. Unless you're at a Metallica show. Wistful? I'm oh, yeah. sad every time I'm at a Metallica show. Time out. Did you say, like, Christmas to my hips? Uh-huh. Does she want to fuck Jesus? Straight from the lips to the hips. No, she's trying to diet. This song is called Christmas. Parentheses, lips to my hips? It's by Leona Ness. Leona Ness? Nace, nice, N-A-E-S-S. That's nice. I like this. Cool way to dig in, it's music good. reviewer. I'm thinking, I'm taking it in. This is definitely, you're at the hotel cafe. You're not sure if you're going to fuck that night. There we go. She's on. How much should you listen? Are you saying where you would hear the song in a TV show or where you would hear the song in real life? I'm telling a story about real life. Is it an insult to say um, this would be a on the CDs that Starbucks used to offer? No. Well, it might be an insult, but it's also true. <laughs> you're definitely going to get a business paper business card that gives you this song for free, which is how I got Miranda Lambert's Gunpowder and Lead. Your favorite song. The song you got married to. I legit love that song. Now that you got married while that song was playing, you actually I've, married a song. I'm legally married to Miranda Lambert's Gunpowder and Lead. Why don't you love it then? <laughs> okay, so this is all time. May 
Maybe this Christmas will be something more. Season two. Maybe this year Is this when they're setting up Lindsay's house? No, Mike. No song could play when they're setting up Lindsay's house because they did it in four minutes without a montage. Okay. So this is when Lindsay is coming around the corner to see her house, the setup house. Thank you. You're not pedantic at all. No, I was saying I was talking shit on the OC. Yes. Not you. Sure. I would never talk shit on you, bud. You're my favorite bud. Oh. More than Air Bud? I love this song. Yeah, this is more than any other song we've heard or will hear again, intrinsically tied to the OC. Certainly. Right. There's no way for me to say that if it wasn't for the OC, I would like the song. And it's a pure, it's such a pure emotional moment. Nobody's about to tell anybody they're fucking their kid and their secret kid. Like, this is just what a sweet thing this group of people did for this one other person. What a sweet thing is probably not the best way. Um, do you know when this comes in? What? Do you know what other part this comes in? No. Uh, this song is season two, like we talked about, and season one. When Ryan and Marissa have a little shopping Christmas shopping montage, that's the first steals? time we heard it. Yeah. Okay, so that's in, so it's definitely tied to the OC because they just reuse it, and not the only time they do this. We're, we're going to talk about in the back half of whenever we get back to talking about season two, um, one little iconic OC song that pops up in a couple of different episodes. California, it's California by Phantom <laughs> Planet. <laughs> they reuse that one a little too much. Now this guy's name is Ron Sexsmith. Ooh. So. What do you do? What is your job if your name is Ron Sexsmith? I would assume way too much saxophone in your song. So he really went the other way. Do you, first of all, let's remember the fact that like, anytime you meet somebody named Ron, uh, he's saying that his name is Ron so as to not be called by his real name, Ronald. Yes. All those people are named Ronald. They are all Ronalds and or McDonald's. Um, but yeah, like that song will forever give me chills because of the stupid show. I do like that if your name is Ron Sexman... Please don't be a lounge singer. Please make the least sexy music that's just fun. Yeah, it's it's a it's a great song. But as far as Christmas music goes, pretty sexy. Pretty 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 sexy. All right, we're gonna take one last break. When we come back, the rest of the album. And now we're back to recording a podcast. And Mike, while you stand there and listen to what I'm about to say, I will say that we're going to continue listening to the album. Cool. All right, this is from season four when they. Introduce a brand new. They they act like they've done it forever, but it's Christmas Eve. The Coens all gather around the fireplace to watch UHF. Who is the biggest of the four of our core four Coens? Core four Co. And I told you that one of them loves UHF. Uh-huh. Is it Kirsten? Is it Sandy? Is it Ryan? Is it Seth? You're, you would obviously think it's Seth. It's secretly Kiki. It's really Kiki. She lost her virginity to fat. <laughs> Does that the nickname <laughs> of her boyfriend? With Jimmy Cooper. Fat Jimmy Cooper? He, Jimmy Cooper loved Weird Al. And then they, it was just on in the background. They boned. Uh- I'm I'm so, I'm fucking lying to you right now. I am messing with you. What? Weird Al's Will You Be My Hog is not actually from the OC Mix 3. Mike, we're out of song. Is it a parody of his own song, Will You Be My Log? Parentheses Yule. <laughs> uh, we're out of song? There's only nine on the OC Mixtape 3. And people paid money for that? Well, probably probably not. Like, did they? They maybe EP money? Five ninety nine? I, I want to see what the biggest albums of all time were on the Columbia House. 12 for a penny list 
Is that a new podcast we're doing? That nobody bought, but everyone got for a penny. OC Mix 3 might have been on there. Um, Mike, that's it. That's insane. Best mix ever? I mean, it's short. We love that. Best Christmas mix ever. Best Christmas mix ever, maybe. There's no Alvin. There's no Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell all the way. <laughs> I just, here's my issue, is Christmas music, we talked about like uh, our various opinions on it in general, and when we would use it, uh-huh. like when we would put it on. I don't think that album even like gets into our very limited no. Christmas rotation. It like a couple of those songs maybe would be on if I'm having a bunch of friends like three weeks before and or after Christmas, I'm like, let's all just have be friendly friends, do a white elephant. Maybe a couple of those songs are on there. A but couple yeah. of those songs. But the couple of the songs are uh Jimmy Eat World. Of course. And Ron Sexsmith. Yes. And those are on all of your mixtapes anyway. Yeah. So, like, you're not even going to think I'm about that album. not even thinking about that album. Kind of a bummer. It's a bummer summer because it's winter. Right. What is The worst kind of summer. Did we talk about what your just favorite in general Christmas song is? In Like, of all time? Of all time. I mean, I think we did when I was talking about Five Onion Rings. Oh, okay. I didn't read the subtext. I'm bad at that. Yeah. Um. I also am a big fan of, and not, I can't believe with how famous this movie is, um, that it's not an all-time Christmas classic song, but the song that... Uh, goes to the cartoon opening credits of National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation mm-hmm. should be a fucking bananas bonkers hit. Do you think in a couple of years the internet will remember that? It feels like they're just like, this old thing nobody knows about, but it's something people do know about. The internet has already been around for two years. If it hasn't happened yet, when are they going to get to it? Two more years. Two more years. This old house sure is looking good. Remember that at all? No. Got I like ourselves it. the finest snowman in the neighborhood. I might just be super into you singing. <laughs> I can see the stars in your eyes. <laughs> it's how we met. It was me watching you sing. Oh, no, wait. You're, Is you're that wearing, you behind the curtain? You're wearing reflective glasses. I'm just looking at the star that yeah, I am. <laughs> the stars in your eyes when you sing. So I guess that's it. Um, what are we doing next week? Do you know? No. Why would I know that? I know what we're doing. More OC? Yeah, we're doing um, the last boring episode of the OC of season two. Before we get to the mall episode? Before we get to or Rainy, Rainy Day Girls? Women, the mall episode, and the fucking roller coaster that is the end of the season. I cannot wait. By the way, it's like episode 13. So I'm talking like 11 episodes Ele- straight of crazy. 11 episodes of fucking bananas bonkers bullshit. Uh, Mike. Yes? Tell them about uh, a podcast that is not that we do that is not Superhero Hour Hour or Movie of the Year. You should check out the Superhero Hour Not hour. Superhero Hour Hour or Movie of the Year. You... You should check out the pop filter warm-up that occasionally drops on now, Patreon. There's one more normal one. What is it? Comes out every Thursday. Oh, you should check out the OC. Yes, you should. Yeah, you absolutely Subscribe, should. Subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcast. Tell us which host you like more. That's what we want. Oh, I was going to tell you, but you're <laughs> telling them. Okay. Woo! And then there's Superhero Hour and Movie of the Year. They come out respectively on their respective days. They talk about superhero TV shows and movies. Tune in next week when we talk about... The next episode of the OC. You know what? Can you, before we do that, mm-hmm. get me those Green Lantern JPEGs? Uh-huh. Later? I, I can do that for you, yes. Stay gay, dads. California, California, here we come.